to Showgirl Sunday Dinner, the bi-weekly sparkly burlesque podcast about my experiences living, loving, and training as a showgirl from an unapologetically Black perspective. I am Torlisha Devine, the Black gold goddess and the creator, host, and producer of Showgirl Sunday Dinner. Thank you all so much for accepting my invitation to dine and dish. Now grab a plate and have a seat at the table because you're about to get served. For a star to be born, there is one thing that must happen. A nebula must collapse. So collapse, crumble. This is not your destruction. This is your birth. Zoe Schuyler. Hello, wonderful people. It's nice to be back with you. I am Trilisha Devine, and you are listening to Showgirl Sunday Dinner. As I'm sure you've all noticed, there have been some changes to the podcast, and I'll get more into that later. But as they say, the more things change, the more they stay the same. So I'm going to start with my sparkle and shine. My sparkle and shine this week is Queenie O'Hart. She is known as the musical theater with tits. (laughs) Queenie O'Hart is a sensual chanteuse of hypnotic proportions. With each melody, she blends humor, tragedy, intrigue, and allure through the deft pen of a tantalizing tease and engaging story. Her charms are equal parts fire and wit. She graduated from Miss Indigo Blues Academy of Burlesque in the fall of 2012 and was a troop member of Rock Candy Burlesque in Olympia uh, and performed regularly throughout Seattle. In 2015, she relocated to New and delved deep into the local burlesque scene there. Um, she was a proud troop member of Bella Blues, the Foxglove Review, until her move to Glasgow in the fall of 2017. Uh, She's now shedding her clothes and belting her tunes all over Europe. So I met Queenie at the Como Lake Burlesque Festival in Italy over the summer, and I was enthralled by her. She is a fantastic talent. And, you know, as I've been back in the States, we've kind of been messaging back and forth. We made friends on Pokemon Go. If you really know me, you know I'm an avid Pokemon Go player. Yes, I'm a nerd, whatever. And so, you know, messaging back and forth, she recently started putting up on her Instagram story performers that she felt should be seen and known about. And she actually featured me on her Instagram story. And I was like, what? Me? And that really kind of shocked and surprised me. And I was really kind of like in awe that she would think of me in that way. Um, so, um, yeah, shout out to Queenie O'Hart. She's also been extremely helpful and, you know, advising me on how to get my butt back to Europe because I really would love to go back and tour and perform there. So shout out to you, Queenie O'Hart. You are my sparkling shine for being a fantabulous human being and for hooking a showgirl up and helping a showgirl out. Thank you very much. You're amazing. Our next segment is a new segment and it's kind of something that I wanted to do for a while but was a little bit afraid to do but now I'm you know just gonna go ahead and come out of my shell with this I fancy myself a bit of a poet if you didn't know it 
ha ha ha. And um, I wanted to have a segment on the podcast called Twirletry, where I, <laughs> uh, where I share some of my poetry with you. So this piece is called Seamus Ignoramus. It enslaves us all. Privilege and or oppression aside, there can be no freedom within its confines. No true agency. You can never know, you know. The glass ceiling never rises, faces, palms, and choices pressed against an invisible, immovable barrier, moist with condensation, anxious sweat mixed with desperation's perspiration, worldviews stained with stereotypes that keep you from seeing true colors. Spoon and force-fed thoughts, looping furiously, throwing coils around your unique genius, consciousness constricted, deduction detained impervious to induction. Your mindscape's landscape raised, thinking critical in condition, asphyxia, lack of oxygen, objective analysis and evaluation, marching in an endless chain gang, links made of solid fear, resistant to tears, change, questions, unconventional intellect, and love. The end. Is this where you snap? You do snaps, right? Yay! Snaps for twirl. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, um, let me know what you all think about twirl a treat. I'm not sure if it's something I should continue. So um, yeah, let me know what your thoughts are. Thanks. Moving into our show person self-care section, I decided to change the name so that it is a little bit more inclusive because all sparkly humans deserve excellent self-care. What you're hearing in the background is called a solfeggio frequency. The particular one that's playing now is uh, 963 Hertz, which is a return to oneness by Kev Thompson. It is featured on a Spotify playlist that I really like that's called solfeggio healing frequencies. I use these daily while I am walking across campus, when I'm preparing to study, uh, when I'm preparing to go to sleep. Sometimes I play them in the morning in the background when I'm doing yoga. And they are really helpful to help center you and to help you feel calm, renewal of the spirit. So they've been extremely helpful to me in my daily life. A little bit about them. They were long associated with meditation music and are reputed to be the original frequencies used by the Gregorian monks when they chanted in meditation. They have different purposes. 174 hertz is the lowest of the tones and appears to be a natural anesthetic. 285 hertz is useful when treating wounds, cuts, burns, or any other form of damaged tissue. 396 hertz cleanses feelings of guilt which often represent basic obstacles to realization. 417 hertz is connected with resonation processes or the process of amplification. 528 hertz is used to return human DNA to its original perfect state. 639 hertz enables creation of harmonious community and harmonious interpersonal relationships. 741 hertz cleans the cell of toxins. 
852 hertz is directly connected to the third eye chakra and can be used as means for awakening inner strength and self-realization. And the one that you're hearing now, 963 hertz, awakens any system to its original perfect state. It is connected with the light and all-embracing spirit and enables direct experience, the return to oneness. I find these helpful to keep me grounded, as I said, and to prepare to study. With our busy schedule, sometimes it's hard to find a meditative moment, but I feel that it's necessary every day to have that moment to reconnect with yourself and to ground yourself. So if you are really busy and running around like I am, this is the perfect opportunity to take five to 20 minutes just to be with yourself, even if you are walking somewhere. I wouldn't recommend doing it while you're driving because I tend to kind of zen out a little bit when I'm doing it. So if you're outside walking, even if you're just on the treadmill walking, sometimes you need a break from your workout jams and this can kind of help you meditate as you're walking and you're running. Any movement, just like yoga is a movement meditation, you can turn any movement into meditation. I hope this was helpful for you. And I look forward to hearing about your self-care regimens and if any of you utilize solfeggio frequencies in your own self-care routines. Okay, moving on to our featured burlesque business for this episode. Typically, I pick out a really business that I'm inspired by or I think is awesome, but this week I'm going to do a little bit of shameless self-promotion. I have been given the amazing opportunity of being a protege for the Golden Legends Champion Challenge this August. As a protege, I will be competing and Tiffany Carter is my mentor, and I am super, super excited. For those of you who do not know, uh, the Golden Legends Champion Challenge is the ultimate show and competition hybrid that brings living legends of burlesque and up-and-coming burlesque performers together in a mentoring program that benefits all involved. Each of the selected protégés will be paired with a legend from whom to receive one-on-one mentoring and preparation for the challenge. Legends are presented with the opportunity to help mold and nurture emergent burlesque performers. Each pair has the chance to bond in a way unique to GLCC with the end goal of enhancing performance skills and making lifelong friendships worth their weight in gold. This is Gabriella Mays' production. She's fantastic in and of herself. So this is just an amazing opportunity for, for everyone who's involved, whether you're performing or you're a protege. It's just a fantastic opportunity to get to work with such a high caliber of legends and other performers. So I am truly, truly, truly thankful for that opportunity. Along with that, I will be doing some fundraising for GLCC. And the way that that's going to work is that any money that uh, is donated to the podcast will be gifted to GLCC from now until the deadline of June 15th. So there are several ways that you can donate to the podcast. There will be more information later in the show during the mid-reel, and that mid-reel will feature all of the ways in which you can donate to Showgirl Sunday Dinner. We have Patreon, we have PayPal, but as I said, all proceeds that are donated to Showgirl Sunday Dinner from today up until June 15th 
will be going towards our fundraising for GLCC. So I think this is an amazing opportunity for me to be able to give back to the legends whose shoulders I stand on. And again, I am super excited to be a part of this. So please, please, please listen to how you can donate in the mid-reel later. And I look forward to all of the support that you all show me and GLCC. And now it's time for the Glitter Box. This week we don't have letters, but in lieu of letters, I'm just going to send out a general uh, request that you fill up the Glitter Box with some love. I would love to hear about what you've been up to, what you're proud of, what you've accomplished, and what you're working on. I'm also going to be having some interesting guests on the show going forward, but I'm always looking to add more. So if you would like to be featured, let me know. Okay, and now we're gonna go ahead and roll into our Adizi Asked Facts. Uh, I decided that this week I would be featuring Tiffany Carter since she is my mentor for GLCC this year. I'm so excited to work with her. Um, I've had the opportunity to meet her and, and hang out with her a bit. I got to go to her house last year after Viva and she just treated me with such care and with such love and has given me some fantastic advice. She also gifted me with a dress that I take everywhere with me. It's always in my performance bag and I wear it backstage a lot. It's my burly good luck charm. I'm truly, truly honored to be on her protege team for GLCC this year. So a little bit about Tiffany Carter. She studied tap ballet and modern jazz as a child and knew early on she wanted to be a dancer. Initially, she wanted to be a Las Vegas showgirl, but unfortunately, she didn't meet the height requirements, and she began exploring other options. She began her career at the famous Pink Pussycat as a go-go dancer in the 1960s. She got the name Tiffany Carter after a Hollywood agent told her she needed a more glamorous name if she wanted to do burlesque, and suggested Tiffany. She was just Tiffany like Cher until she got a gig as a headliner at the world-famous Two O'Clock Club in Boston, Massachusetts. A producer insisted she had to have a second name, so they billed her as Tiffany Carter. When she asked why, they said it was because she looked Irish and it stuck. Ironically, Angel Carter became a close friend and mentor to Tiffany in the years that followed. Tiffany Carter did not consider herself a burlesque performer. She considered herself a stripper that performed burlesque. No matter how you categorize her, she became a performer in very high demand, touring globally and later becoming a fixture in Las Vegas. She was crowned Miss Nude Universe in 1975. She retired in 1989, but gleefully returned to perform at Beehoff in 2008 to an uproarious response. Tiffany is still performing and teaching workshops featuring chair work, floor work, posing, photography, and my favorite, panel lingerie and dressing gowns. Tiffany Carter is not only an amazing performer and legend, she is also a devoted wife, mother, and grandmother. So I just have so much love and respect for Tiffany. I'm so excited again to be working with her. I can't express how excited I am to be working with her, and I look forward to what we come up with for GLCC. It's going to be amazing. Thank you, Tiffany, for everything you've already given me, and I look forward to all of the work we'll do uh, for GLCC as we go forward. I love you. 
This episode's PhD in Slayology goes out to one of my House of Nile diamond sisters, someone who I have come to really love deeply, uh, Miss B.B. Bardot. B.B. Bardot is an award-winning burlesque performer, affectionately known as the Doll of D.C., has wowed audiences all across the nation from coast to coast. B.B. Bardot took home the number one prize at the 2018 D.C. Burley Picks competition. She was nominated for the 2018 New York Burlesque Festival's Hottest Freshman Award and the 2018 Best of Gay D.C. Best Burlesque Performer Award. She is also a published model with features in several leading pinup magazines. B.B. is ferociously cute, (laughs) ferociously intelligent, and ferociously lovable. And she is a fierce, fierce performer. She just uh, was at Jeezy's Juke Joint and tore it up. I saw all the videos and I saw the comments and everyone was just saying how fantastic you were. And I just love you so much. I think I'm such a fan of yours. And um, this week you're getting the PhD in Slayology, not just because of your work as a burlesque performer, but also because of your amazing blog. BB uh, has a blog. If you go to www.bbbardot.com and that's B-E-B-E-B-A-R-D-O-T.com, uh, you will see all of her fabulous pictures and her showgirl calendar and all of these amazing things. But if you click over, you will also see her blog. And she posts weekly, maybe more sometimes depending on what's going on. And she talks about all of the different things that are going on in her burlesque life. And she also talks a lot about history, which I love about Bibi. She is definitely a historian and a researcher. She's always bringing us the facts, okay, for the House of Nile. She has her facts. She has her research down. She's always ready to provide information. So you're going to learn a lot of of burlesque history if you read this blog, but you're also going to learn a lot about how BB takes in being a showgirl and how she processes the things that happen to her as a Black woman in burlesque. The newest entry, The Unbearable Lightness of Being a Burlesque Performer, talks about issues surrounding lack of self-esteem and depression. Also talks about issues of, of, of the trauma of being abused and how you care for and manage yourself, you know, as a sparkly person on stage and, and this glamorous persona that we all put out and that we love and that we get to be, but it's not the totality of who we are. You know, diamonds have many facets and, and so do we all as, as performers. So I just really encourage you to get into BB, not just as a performer, but also as a writer uh she writes beautifully and I just I just I love her I can't fan, I'm fangirling right now I'm just thinking about her at our house of Nile burlesque bingo in LA and I was just freaking out she was so good so I just really encourage you to you know become as big a fan of BB as I am ASAP I love you BB big kisses Oh, you thought. Here we fucking go again. So I just want to take a second to talk about actually two things this week. Briefly, but maybe not. I always think it's going to be briefly and then I snap the fuck out. But here we are. So the first thing I want to talk about is diversity. 
Shout outs to the white producers who think that diversity equals having one minority or a nesting doll set of minorities in one body amongst a bevy of skinny white performers. We see you and you're, you're stale and, and you're basic and you're pale. If you are really interested in inclusivity and in diversity, there are tons of fabulous shows that are giving you examples as to what this looks like. It's not hard to find performers of size, of color, of different disabilities, of different sexual orientations, of different genders. It's not hard to find burlesque performers of any variety. We literally are the rainbow. Taste it, motherfuckers. Put it in your mouth and let it marinate, okay? Because nobody feels like going to a burlesque show that looks like a communion wafer. Flat and white. Do better. It's not that hard. We out here, okay? Reach out to people. And it's not that these performers aren't good. They're excellent. You're just lazy. I don't know who you need to talk to or who you need to see. But um, yeah, just please stop wasting our time with our, your obtuseness when you get called out. If you want to do, if you want your, you know, your communion wafer shows, then just fucking say that, right? Own it and do it. But stop making excuses and stop acting like you don't have access to basically a fucking golden corral buffet of diverse performers. We're out here, we're cute, we're qualified, we have miles and we fucking travel. Book us. Do yourself and your audience a favor and save yourselves from your unseasoned life. It's boring. And we deserve the money. Ow! Issue number two that I would like to address is labels. Would you purposely fuck up someone's name and expect to get away with it and expect not to have to apologize? I don't think so. Please don't mislabel people, don't misgender people, don't uh, mistake people for other people. Like if you're going to write about someone or talk about someone publicly, make sure that you have your shit together and have your facts right about that individual. We all have our own brands and ways in which we put ourselves out to the world as performers. We are allowed to do that. We are allowed to say who we are in the world as performers. If you are going to profile us professionally as a, as a journalist or a blog writer or something of that nature, then you have a responsibility to reach out to that performer and discuss with them how they would like to be represented in your piece of media. And if you do not do that, and then if you do say something wrong about that individual and they call your ass out for being wrong, you don't then get to double down and act like you're being attacked. You can either apologize or say that you're an asshole. Those are your choices. But you don't get to act like you're being attacked or someone's doing something wrong to you. We as performers reserve the right to name ourselves what we want, to be who we are, to put on whatever labels that we decide to put on ourselves, or if we decide that we don't want any of at all, then respect that shit too, okay? Call me fucking a print symbol if that's what I ask you, bitch, okay? But what you need to not do is act as if somebody did something to you or just not apologize when you fuck up. So get your shit together, do your research, show burlesque performers some respect, 
if you are going to write about us or speak about us publicly in the media. Okay, thanks. Bye. Do you love Burlesque Legends? Do you want to support Burlesque Legends? You know you do. And I know the perfect way to support them. By donating to the Showgirl Sunday Dinner Golden Legends Champion Challenge Sparkle and Shine Fund. In conjunction with competing in the GLCC, I will also be donating all monies bestowed upon Showgirl Sunday Dinner to the GLCC to help our amazing burlesque legends because they deserve and they cannot slay on glitter and rhinestones alone. Please visit the SGSD Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash showgirl Sunday dinner if you want to spread your donation out over the next few months. Or you can donate via PayPal at www.paypal.me slash showgirl Sunday dinner. Donate to the Golden Legends Champion Challenge Sparkle and Shine Fund today. I and the GLCC greatly appreciate all of your love and support. Gold. It's hot. So here we are at Dine and Dish, and um, there's a lot to talk about. So I hope that you will all bear with me and have patience with me as I try and get this all out, uh, because it's a lot. This is Showgirl Sunday Dinner, The Revival. And the biggest question I've been getting from people is, you know, well, what happened? And, you know, it's it's not just one thing that happened. I guess it's just kind of a series of, of unfortunate events. I ended up having to move across the country again. There was a lot of craziness within that. You know, we bought a house. My whole life changed. I had to change schools. And in between that... I was still performing a lot and traveling a lot. Then it's like, I I get here, I get into school, I still have to slay academia because, you know, like, I can't not do well in school. That would kill me. And with the time zone differences and, you know, trying to live my life and do all of these things, plus record, edit, post, and promote the podcast while being so far apart... And also being respectful and mindful of Sepia's schedule, her life, her performing, her struggles. It just it just became too much. And I just I, I couldn't see how it was going to get done. And so the decision was made that I would continue on my own. Is it ideal? Not necessarily, but it's what is happening and it's what I can handle. So I hope that you will all continue on this journey with me because I I feel it's important and and necessary for um, voices like mine to be heard in burlesque, even in the moments I'm tearing myself down. So... um, some other changes that are happening in the show will be um, done bi-weekly instead of weekly so that I can try and um, keep up with everything. I don't want to let myself down. I don't want to let the audience that decides to stick with the show down. But uh, it's a lot to do this. And it, I just, I need to be 
reasonable about what I can expect for myself at this point. And I guess let's, I, I guess we should do a catch up. Like what happened in between the last podcast and now? Let's see, I did Whiskey and Fuego's Burlesque Boogie Nights twice. And my second performance there was the last one that I did before I moved away. I love Ginger and Eva so much. Uh, they will always hold a special place in my heart. Um, I did Nikki Gold Marvin's Muse Burlesque. I did Cheers. Oh, Burlesque at Cheers Ramona with Emerald. My last shows with Bless Your Heart Burlesque. I choreographed the big group number that we did along with Die Lovely. I did Spellbound Burlesque's Trist in Arizona, which was right around my birthday. That show, oh my God. You want to talk about people promoting diversity? Look at Spellbound. There's a perfect example for you. They're doing the goddamn thing, okay? They've got some of everything coming into that show. So, and everybody who steps into that theater in the round, you better bring it because everybody is fierce at Spellbound. I still can't believe I got to do it because that was honestly bucket list for me and one of the best shows that I have had to date. I had the honor of being the headliner for Gigi LaFemme City Winery Atlanta show last month, another bucket list show. It was amazing. So I'm excited I got to do that. I performed in the Arizona, Savannah, and New Mexico burlesque festivals. I got into Freezing Tassel and was also booked to go play in Atlanta, Nashville, and Memphis this month. But unfortunately couldn't go because we had a family emergency. I'll talk more about that later. I also got into Hollywood Burlesque Festival but had to back out because I have some uh, obligations that I have to fulfill now that will cause me to have to miss that. I competed at Red Bones Nudie Newbies in San Francisco, the Como Lake Burlesque Festival in Italy, and the Humboldt Burlesque Festival. I did some awesome photo shoots, one with Von Bella in San Diego. I did a beautiful shoot with Starla Dawn for my Ambassador Queen of Bronze Beauties of Burlesque title. And one of those images actually ended up on Vogue Italia's website, which was a total honor. And I just, I still am in shock over that. I did two shoots with Ryan, AKA 1000 Secret Words, including my first nude photo shoot. That was fun. I'm looking forward to doing more photo shoots, but I don't know any photographers here in the Midwest. So if you all know good photographers in the Midwest, or if you are a photographer in the Midwest, hit me up, maybe we can work together. So I have some weird ideas in my head that I would love to, to get out. The biggest highlight was performing with my queen and my burlesque sisters in Audrey Deluxe Burlesque Bingo House of Nile edition. As you know, I am an original diamond in the House of Nile. And yeah, that show. If you weren't there, you just don't know. Like, it just... I'm surprised the building is still standing. It was it was amazing. My mouth was open and my jaw was askew the entire show. It was amazing. As for upcoming scents and shows, I have Vancouver International Burlesque Festival where I will be the fresh-faced feature, still floored that I, I, I got that. I'm a little verklempt over here over that one. I will also be doing burlesque Bingo at Viva Las Vegas, Hot in Topeka, Kansas at the Jayhawk, and the Golden Legends Champion Challenge. So as you can see, my burlesque career is chugging right along. I had the privilege of buying an amazing house with my husband, who I love and loves me very much. And things seem amazing, right? But things are never quite what they seem. I think it's important to note 
that I am going through one of the deepest depressions I've ever experienced, coupled with a, a crippling anxiety and I'm kind of a roller coaster ride of midlife hormones, despair and tears one moment and brilliance, laughter and wit the next. Like you never know what kind of ride it's going to be from day to day. Um, so at least it's not boring, right? It goes to show that what may look like a glow up is actually a blow up. So that's what's been up with me. I'm really surprised I got all that out without completely having a breakdown. Because I definitely had several before I sat down to record this episode. I wasn't sure whether or not I was going to be able to get through it at all. There was a big piece of me that just wanted to put out an announcement that I just wasn't even going to do it. And I was just going to end the podcast. But as I've said previously, I think it's important for voices like mine to be heard. And so here I am. Another big thing that's been going on, we were recently in Denmark because... Um, Jasper's mother has been diagnosed with cancer and it's going to be a rough and complicated ride for her going forward. I'm super sad for her and for my husband and for our entire family. She has been such a light for me. I lost my mom when I was very young and from the moment I met Jasper's mother, she embraced me as her own and, um, we are all just really profoundly sad that this is happening to her. She's a fighter, so she is definitely going to push to fight this. But if you could send her uh, your love, your prayers, your energy, your good juju, whatever it is that you do, I would really appreciate it because she's really going to need all the strength and all the energy that she can get um, because it's going to be really rough for her going forward. So thank you. So that's what's been up with me. And I hope that you are all doing well and that you are all loving life and that everything is beautiful and lovely in your world. And if it isn't, just always remember that no matter how bad things are, even the most devastating forest fires plant new seeds. Ooh, okay, y'all, that was a lot. But uh, we made it, and now it's time for Booked and Busy. I got shows, I got shows, I got shows. My first show coming up is April 3rd through the 6th for the Vancouver International Burlesque Festival, where I will be the fresh-faced feature. Woot woot. Next show will be April 17th through the 21st. That's Audrey Deluxe Burlesque Bingo at Viva Las Vegas. I will be performing on Saturday and Sunday for that. And then Hot in Topeka, Kansas on the 22nd at the Jayhawk Theater, that benefit show, I will be doing that. And then on August 15th through the 18th, I will be in Florida for GLCC. So I'm so looking forward to doing all these shows and traveling and getting some showgirl therapy uh, in my body. Being on stage is therapeutic. Sometimes the process to getting to being on stage is not all that therapeutic, but I love doing burlesque and I hope that I can continue doing more of it. I'm working really hard on some new things and I'm just looking forward to, you know, performing as much as I possibly can. Hopefully I get to perform here in Indiana sooner or later. So I'm just so grateful for all of the amazing shows and opportunities I have lined up. And I'm excited for all these new showgirl adventures.
And now we're gonna move into uh, the pasties and cake. Today's pasties and cake was super easy to figure out. Of course, it's none other than Egypt Black Nile and the House of Nile. Egypt is more than my mentor. She's my burlesque mother. I have grown exponentially because of her. She is a true queen in all ways and on all days. She often says she's not for everybody, but she can be. I think she should be. It's unfortunate that it takes the world so long to catch up to black excellence, but that's okay. They'll learn. The House of Nile's collective energy is something that cannot be denied or replicated. We are a force of nature, and I am grateful to call each of these precious, unique souls family. Thank you all for always supporting me and being there for me, even when I can't be there for myself. Thank you for inspiring me to shine bright like the diamond we are every day because I deserve it and I'm worth it. Thank you for letting me be me for being a safe space, for being love, for being you. Thank you, Egypt, for not only building a house, but also providing us all a home. I love you. I love you all so dearly. And I'm so excited I get to slay and spread fuckery all over the world with you. And with that, I think that's a wrap. Tune in next time for Show Human Self-Care Part 2. There was a showgirl self-care, but I feel as if that theme needs to be extended and I need to do it for myself, damn it. Please send your show person self-care tips and tricks into our email or if you're struggling to get into the self-care groove like I am, feel free to share your experience there too. And maybe we can figure out a way to help each other. I love you all. I wish you glitter, grace, and smiles on your face. Thank you all so much for joining me this evening. Be sure to keep up on all things Showgirl Sunday Dinner by following us on Instagram and Facebook at Showgirl Sunday Dinner or on Twitter at SG Sunday Dinner. Use the hashtags Showgirl Sunday Dinner or SGSD so that I can follow all the social media conversations happening in between meals. Please visit www.showgirlsundaydinner.com or shoot an email to showgirlsundaydinner at gmail.com for more information on upcoming shows, questions, tips, advice requests, suggestions, booking, advertising, brand ambassadorship, and or sponsorship inquiries. Showgirl Sunday Dinner will drop every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and will be available on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Make sure to share SGSD with all of your friends on social media and leave a like, comment, and or a five-star review while you're listening. I hope that you are full and satisfied. Stay sparkly, beautiful people. And I look forward to glitter and dinner with all of you on the next episode of Showgirl Sunday Dinner.